Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Okay, welcome back to the show. Delighted that you are with us. Joe Zagacki, Don Bailey Jr. joining us on the show. DBJ, good evening to you. Good evening, Joe. How you doing, man? So far, so good. Uh, having a great night talking University of Miami sports. Okay, let's uh, dive into it. Uh, every week we have something new to talk about with University of Miami football. This week we have uh, a new offensive coordinator for the Hurricanes. Josh Gaddis comes in from Michigan, also was at Alabama. So uh, Mario Cristobal uh, nails an outstanding offensive coordinator. Yeah, I, I don't know that you could have done any better really when you think about it. Um, you've got a guy that <clears throat> was under Coach Saban at Alabama, and I think they were, what, 14-1 and one, uh, th- that year that he was involved as the coordinator position. He's the uh, comes from, from Michigan, and that program made their first appearance in the, in the college football playoffs, and he had a huge part of that. And it's going to be – it's just an outstanding hire again and again and again by Coach Mario Cristobal. But I'm really excited about uh, – what this offense is going to look like, and and I'm sure that Van Dyke is very encouraged by by what he's going to be able to to run as as a quarterback. Well, I would imagine you just mentioned two things: Michigan with Jim Harbaugh and Alabama with Nick Saban. Let's just start there. The pedigree uh, you're going to pick something up out of those systems that you're going to input at the University of Miami. Yeah, and and winning is right at the yeah. top. I think that's the, I think that's the the great thing about it. And you know, you you see what, what Coach uh, Cristobal is doing, staff wise. He's got guys that have have fallen off of that Saban tree, and I think that's important. Guys that have been in the Southeastern Conference, because let's face it, Joe, if you're if you're going to win it, you're probably going to have to go through the Southeastern Conference. And I'd like to have guys that have had to nav on my staff that have had to navigate that and understand the challenges and understand the type of player that's needed to compete not only in that conference but compete against them at the championship level, whether it's at the conference level or national championship. So I think there's there's a uh, you're going to start to see the, the connection of the dots that are going to make one of the best staffs in all of college football. I should also mention, you know, I try to make this local. Uh, he was a GA with Butch Davis in North Carolina. So he got Butch, uh, worked with Butch, worked with Saban, worked with Harbaugh, worked with James Franklin, worked with Mike Loxley, who's the head coach at Maryland. Uh, that's a lot of football knowledge uh, and a lot of, a lot of different things you can pick up from those guys to incorporate 
not only to the way you want to see a game yourself, but um, just to have that uh, in your Rolodex uh, is going to be very beneficial. It really is, Joe. And, and, I, and I think that, you know, you look at that and you've got uh, Big Ten influence, Southeastern Conference influence. You've got a, a, lot of, a lot of different defenses, if you're talking about on, on Miami's offensive side of football, that he's had to deal with and he's had to face. And I think that that's what, where his experience comes into play. And, and big games. I mean, let's face it, uh, the biggest game everybody talks about, of course, for Michigan, it, it wasn't necessarily the playoff game. It was the fact that they beat Ohio State. They finally beat Ohio State. And having him as the offensive coordinator that pulled off pulled that off is something that is, is very, 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 very uh, – he should be very proud of. Uh, I would say that he was very creative at Michigan. They put a lot of points on Ohio State, as you mentioned. I think uh, people would – you know, we, we try to jump right into, well, what's the Miami offense going to look like? Miami made that move to a spread offense. And I don't think that that's going to be a missing part. I think that will still be a big element of the Miami offense – but what has been missing from the, from the Miami offense for a long time has been the nitty-gritty, has been the power element uh, in the trenches, um, consistently being able to do something in the trenches, power football, right in your wheelhouse. And there, there are a lot of different ways you can get the power football, but I think he's going to try to incorporate that. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, well, absolutely. When your head coach is a – is an offensive lineman, and, and you have Alex Mirabal as, as your offensive line coach and your assistant head coach. You know the, the combination of those two guys is <clears throat> is physical football, a, a very physical offensive line, and you, and you bring up what he's learned, meaning uh, what Josh has learned over the over his his uh, career is he's also incorporated the tight end, and Miami's got great tight end talent, and I think that that's going to be worked into play but he also he also what I what I was impressed with when I watched some of Michigan this year was his ability to, to keep his hand on, on the throttle he could speed it up he could slow it down he adapted his pace offensively to what was going on in the football game and I think Miami's defense is going to appreciate uh, more time of possession on that on the offensive side of the football Maybe uh, that would lead to less plays that Miami has to face as, as a defense because, you know, when you go that fast pace and, and you go that spread and you're trying to go 100 miles an hour, your defense ends up playing maybe five or ten extra snaps a game. And defense is, is based on a lot of rotation. So maybe you're getting guys on the field that, that shouldn't be in there or not as good as the other ones. And so if we're able to slow it down a little bit and equal out the play count, then it's also going to benefit Miami on the defensive side. Well, you always look at the trench warfare, and there are a lot of ways, even if you're spread out, uh, that you can play power football. Hell, we saw North Carolina do it to the University of Miami. <laughs> a lot of spread teams, yeah. there's, there's window dressing involved, but then you boil it down, and it's a good old-fashioned counter, power, uh, you know, counter tray or, or something like that. Well, you know, that, that counter tray is, is one of my favorite plays in all of football. I think it's very, very hard to defend, and Miami fans saw that with their own eyes. But when, once that thing gets rolling, it, it, it works 
extremely well. But, you know, Joe, I'm going to go back, and, and, and this is, to me, the history of football is, is about the running game, and it's also about a mentality that you have to have. And I believe, I know for a fact that Miami is, is going to be, the players that are there now will be instilled with a run game mentality. And, and let's just not say, I'm not saying that Miami's going to go out and run uh, the wishbone and, and, and have this thing, you know, run the ball 70 times a game. They're going to run it when they have to. They're going to run it when they want to. But sometimes you're going to pass 75% of the time. Sometimes you're going to be able to run. They just want to be able to do what they want to do. And I think that's the really what creates the most problem for defenses is if you have the ability to dictate to the defense instead of being dictated to, that's where you get your advantage. Uh, it was a very busy time in recruiting since we're on the run game. Uh, the running back uh, spot has been, I think, upgraded through the transfer portal and through recruiting and hopefully internally as well with uh, with uh, Cheney coming back healthy? Well, Cheney, uh, Cheney was, I think it hurt Miami a lot last year uh, by him getting injured. I really do. I think it, it cost him a ball game. Yeah, he's, he was a guy that uh, brought a different aspect to Miami. And, you know, Knighton did, a, did as good a job as you could expect somebody who's built like that to do. You know, Cheney's a thicker guy. He's lower to the ground. He delivered. He delivers a bit of a punch every time he carries the football. The night was, you know, more flash and dash, and he never seemed to recover. I think it was from that Georgia Tech game where he had 32 carries or whatever it was. And and you need you need an assortment of backs. And they signed the kid, the young man out of I guess I believe it was Mississippi. They signed him, and and he's I watched him actually watched some tape on him uh, yesterday or the day before, and big, strong, and and dictates power and what i mean by that is is that he can run over you he can run around you and it's going to be hard you know not to once he adapts to college football it's going to be hard not to have him on the field but we learned last year you don't have enough backs you really don't and and there's plenty of carries for everybody uh i should mention that along the offensive line miami last year lost a really good player i would suspect i don't know if he'll be ready for spring but I would I would imagine that Coach uh, Mirabal would be very excited to see Jalen Rivers because he kind of sits into the fits into their wheelhouse, right? In terms of his size. Yeah, Joe. You know, uh, he was their best offensive lineman, and and he was early, and and you know the first couple games, and he got hurt, and he brings he's the right size, he's the right type of athlete, he's extremely intelligent. And he gets it. He understands what he's supposed to do. He understands the offense. He communicated well. He was so, so valuable to that Miami offensive line early on. And I, and I think it was a huge detriment that, unfortunately, it, to them and the offense that he got hurt. So I'm looking forward to him coming back. I don't know how much he'll be around in the spring. We'll find out early on. But um, he's, he's a type of guy, you know, everybody needs spring football, but if he isn't available because of his injury, he will certainly be available next year and, and will be a key component on that offensive line. And, and again, I bring up Coach Mirabal's name. As, as you know, he, he, he's such a he, – he refines everything in that, in, that, in that room where the steps are, are precise and the, 
the hand placement is precise, the head placement, everything is going to be precision driven. And, and then, and that's where you're going to get your success because that unit's going to work together. You mentioned tight ends earlier. I'll bring up a couple of them. I'm always reluctant to mention you, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't, uh, because you want to make sure you mention everybody. And then as soon as you mention somebody that hasn't played a lot, next thing you know, you wake up and the guy's in the transfer portal. But at any rate, uh, Mallory and Arroyo, you start there with Miami tight ends. You bring in this kid Skinner. He's got great size, great pedigree through recruiting. And then uh, Marmorelli was hurt last year, but he had big. He's, he's a big kid. Brantley, we saw him in practice, uh, flash with some really spectacular catches. So you mentioned tight ends, and it looks like Coach Gaddis is going to have a couple of guys to choose from here. And tight ends, as we know, can be very valuable and create big plays, and we saw it last year. And Mallory, by the way, the last six or seven games of the year was really good. One of the greatest things that has happened to this football team as far as player personnel goes is that Mallory returned, and he needed to return. You know, he he didn't start off the way that everybody thought he would, including himself. He was uh, worked himself through the slump and was a force at the end of the year. If he would have started like he finished, Again, you know, that had an effect on Miami's record and it had an effect on some games. I, when you have a guy like Will Mallory who is intelligent, who is hardworking, who sets an example in everything he does on and off the field, and he, was, he turned out to be very, very productive, the offensive coordinator is going to find Will Mallory and Will Mallory is going to find the ball. Now, you also know that that quarterback and Will have a great relationship. Arroyo, to me is a guy that got on the field and is big and strong and like another level of specimen if you're comparing him to the tight end position. I'd be interested to just watch him this spring. And he did some things that were that, that flashed, but you also saw that he was a true freshman. And you also saw that he needs to mature and get an understanding of the game. And then, there, you know, you bring up Skinner. And he's a guy that you watch tape. I happened to see some tape of him again early this week, and there's not a catch he can't make. You don't know that he's a tight end if you split him out. He just looks like a monster wide receiver. He's an inline guy. He's got to be. He'll get big enough to where you can put him in line and and bring him in. He can be your H back. You can put him all over the field. And and really, when you what you're describing when you see Skinner in high school is a bona fide playmaker. So, you know, those three names, plus there's the other ones that, that, are, that are productive as well, that's going to give the offense a lot more opportunity to find different playmakers. And when you load them up and then you, have to, you get somebody out there that's spectacular, that has to be double-teamed, it's going to create other opportunities for everybody else. Uh, Coach Cristobal is just kind of methodically going through this, adding uh, different pieces to his puzzle, his uh, upper management, I call them, the, the, which would be the coordinators, Kevin Steele, Josh Gaddis in place, uh, still have some work to do on the coaching staff and continuing to add to a roster, which I think eventually, whether it's this year or three years down the road, I think you're going to see a bigger University of Miami football team. I would bet everything I have on that. <laughs> I think they're going to recruit bigger. 
They're going to train in a way that's going to develop bigger, uh, but they will not sacrifice athleticism. They will not sacrifice quickness or speed. And when you think about it, that, that, that's the method to the madness when you look at Georgia and you look at Alabama and you look at Ohio State. They've got the biggest guys at the biggest positions that are still athletic as anybody on either side of the football. And, and that's Mario, Mario Cristobal has the formula. There, I, I, I have not one doubt in my mind watching him put together this staff. Uh, the thing that really I think has been lost in this last two months is that he and Coach Mirabal and an assortment of other people basically recruited a top 15 class with no offensive coordinator in place, no defensive coordinator in place, with, uh, with pure effort, pure desire, and a commitment to, to sell this program because they're selling it from their heart. They're not selling it from it because it's a job. They're selling it because they're from Miami. They're Miami grads. They understand what it is. And, and I think that when you look back and you say, did he really just accomplish this with him and a few other people? And I say a few other people. I'm talking without the position coaches. There were 50 people involved in that building that made this class a success, You know, whether it's the analyst or it, it didn't matter. And, you know, he mentioned it as well, whether it was the cleaning people, where it didn't matter, whether it's his secretary, Sabrina, everybody buckled down and made sure this class came in as the type of class that's going to really help Miami win championships. All right, well, there's never an off week now in college football, so we'll see what next week brings, and we'll have more analysis on University of Miami football next week. Thanks for joining us tonight. No problem, Joan. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow night in the basketball at the basketball game. So make sure you save me, save me a seat, and get me a bag of popcorn. Okay, I will do that. I will take care of it. Luxury accommodations. <laughs> I'm ready. Okay, all right. Thank you very much, Don Bailey Jr. Joining us here on the show. Let me talk to you for a moment. Speaking of luxury, how about Williamson Buick GMC, your premier luxury dealership, and right now. They have some outstanding choices at Williamson Buick GMC. The Yukon, which has been coined as the boldest, most impressive Yukon of all time. Then there is the GMC Sierra, which is made up of top-level engineering and capability. That's the new golden rule. And then, if 2022 is the year of adventure... Well, how about the GMC Canyon with its powerful and innovative features that are engineered and built for all of your adventures to come? Don't miss out any longer. Check them out online, WilliamsonAutomotiveGroup.com, and then it's very easy to get to Williamson Buick GMC. Conveniently located at US 1 and 104th Street, just south of the Palmetto Expressway, and nobody, nobody in this town does a better job at customer service than Ed Williamson. He's been doing this for 50 years. He knows what makes the customer happy. He knows what kind of inventory he has. He knows what you are looking for. He will put you in the best possible uh, automobile that is right for you. Williamson Buick GMC, your premier luxury dealership. Williamson is Miami. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. 
Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.